Peace and prosperity. You're now rocking with King Supreme of Godcast Sports Talk. All praises due, man. Thank you for listening. I'm glad you're here. You could have been any podcast in the world, but you decided to come up to come check us out, man. Hey, so listen, today uh, we want to talk to an All-American high school player, an All-American high school player who's who just committed to Clemson University. That's big time, man. Top five, top three, shit. Might be top program in the country. I know LSU took that home, but uh, shit, who who knows? You can go back and forth. But um, yeah, so we're going to talk to a to a kid who uh, committed to Clemson named Trey Williams. He's uh, out of D.C., um, but he's, you know, he originally is from uh, Connecticut, but he uh, took his talent to D.C., so we're going to talk more about that and just kind of get his take on what's happening today in the sports culture, his, some of his experiences and things like that. So um, look forward to it. Stay tuned. Yo, yo, what's up, King? What's up, what's up, what's up? All praises do that boy out there in DC. Go go. <laughs> hey man, so we got Trey Williams on the line here, man. It's an honor and a pleasure, as usual, man. Speaking to you now. I want you to um, well, I'll give a little um intro of uh, how we know each other. You know, for our listeners um from different parts of the country. Um, so essentially, uh, I met Trey unofficially. Actually, I met his mother. Um, when I was just starting Supreme Athlete, the program that we that I spoke about before on the show in previous shows, the mentoring program, and but at the time he was probably like I don't know nine or ten or something, yep. so I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know him. Um, but I I knew his mom because I had to get some money. I had got some money from a um from a from a, a person who was just helping our program out, and so um, but that was then. So then maybe a couple years later, um. She ended up bringing him down. I forget how. I don't know who. I, I don't remember. But I, um, either way, she got him enrolled into our mentoring program. And then I think he was at summertime of his uh, eighth grade year um, is when officially we met. And um, he got enrolled in a program. And kind of from there, we've just made history along the journey. So, um, Trey Williams, man, uh, welcome again. Welcome to the show, brother. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Good. How's everything going? Everything's going good for real, man. Just trying to get ready for this upcoming season. God permit we have a season, but yeah, yeah. Just trying to get ready. Yeah, that shit crazy, man. Yo, if you could um so tell us a little bit about you, man. Like just kind of give us a little um, you know, brief update on like how um your background, like, you know, you know, how active were you in sports and you know, which sports did you play, especially for a younger audience who wanna kinda be where you are at this point. Like, you know, what was your journey like? Well, I tell you, the football is the last sport I picked up. <laughs> okay, okay. Football is the last sport I picked up. I played just about everything else before I played football. That's like, crazy. I, yeah, I played. Probably, I probably played lacrosse and basketball the longest in my whole life. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Okay. What? Uh, how old were you when you started playing football? Um, I want to say. However, however old you are in fifth grade, so like eleven. Okay. Okay. Yep. 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 About that. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Now, were you a big kid? Oh yeah, no, I was. I was super big. I had to play up actually. I couldn't play with my regular age group, so I played with a, with a couple guys that are doing high level things on a college level. Mm-hmm. When I was in, when I was first starting out, so. Okay. Okay. Cool. Word. Word. That's solid, man. So T Groovy, man. That's that what, what's your what's your Twitter and Instagram so these people can follow you, man? What is it? Uh, uh my Instagram T R E Groovy G R O V Y. 
underscore. That's yeah, that's on that's on Instagram. And then mm-hmm. on and on Twitter, mine is underscore just Trey Williams. Underscore T R E W I L I A M S. So where the groovy come from, man? What what's up with that? Where that come from? Man, I can't even I can't even tell you. It's been a long time. Um, I've been groovy for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I grew to a minute. Word, word. Most of, most of high school. I think it came in high school. It came probably before. It came during my freshman year of high school. I remember that. I know that much. Okay. It came during my freshman year of high school. So what was football like when you first got out there? Like, so what, you know, how did you feel? Like, like how was that for you? Um, I was just excited to be out there. Honestly, I didn't know where I could take take it or another. I was excited to be out there because my mom had held me out of it for so long. Mm-hmm. I just finally got to be in it, so I was just happy. I was playing the sport. Word, word. Did you have any favorite players at the time? Um, I w- I didn't. I guess I had some favorite players, but they wasn't like players that were like of my position. Okay. okay. So like I always would see like my favorite player when I was growing up was was Chad Johnson. Mm. I just love Chad Johnson. Chad was Jocinko. Mm-hmm. That was my guy. <laughs> okay. Had he, jersey. Right. He had a lot of confidence, man. Mm-hmm. Words. So did you line up at receiver or something? And not even. I just. I just. I. I just love Chad Johnson. Just Word. the way the way he went about everything mm. and. His attitude, his swag, everything—I mm-hmm. was just like, that was it for me. I love Chad Johnson. So, when you got older, you got some ability, and you, uh, let's say, uh, high school. Like, how was that? And you say you played basketball. So, like, how good were you in basketball? What did you end up doing with that? Um, so I—I'm proud to say that I never played a ju- uh, junior varsity sport in high school. <laughs> Okay, I'm proud. First, first of all, first of all, we're not about to do that because I like to call myself a JV All American for basketball. Hey. I I want some respect on my. Now here's the thing: when I was in high school, my team was number one in the state, so it was a little challenging playing varsity. Oh yeah, you not know? for sure. But mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I I I ain't play JV. That's all I. That's, I you don't, you don't, so you don't talk that JV talk. Mm. <laughs> never did. That's never been me. <laughs> I can't relate, brother. I just, hey, you said, hey, look, I just, can't, I just can't relate to you, right? I you can't know, relate. I you know, right? I mean, what your games are on Mondays and stuff. I just don't know about that schedule. Yeah, nah. Right, right. Yeah, oh, it's not people's understanding. Right, right, right. I just can't do it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So you never. So you play varsity basketball. Wait, but did you play any AU sports? Uh, I played AU basketball. Okay, how was that? Good. It was. It was good. I played with a lot of guys that are doing pretty high level stuff in Connecticut right now. Okay. Like some of the best players in the state played on my team. So. Okay. Okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, what did you average, man? Twelve fouls. I mean, I mean, how many points? Twelve. Uh, <laughs> uh, that man tried. Man. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. My job wasn't really to score. Okay. Okay. I was kind of like that tone setter, like that attitude. Mm. Like I was just, I was just out there. I was out there, you know. Hey, we not gonna have none of that hard fouling and none of that. I'll get, I'll get a couple points here and there, you know. Right. Give a little drop step, a little spin move, whatever. Right, right. Okay, okay. I see you. Big baby out there. Yeah, big baby. Yeah. Yep, yep. That makes sense. Oh, a small disclaimer. When I was in elementary school, uh-huh. in middle school, 
My nickname was Baby Shaq. See? There you go. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> and that's where you get the good footwork from. Right. Mm, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So after the um, and when you get to high school, uh, uh so what school did you go to? Um, I went to Kings of Oxford. Okay. Year. Is that a public or a prep school? It's a private school. Private. private school. Okay. 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 How how was your um athletic experience there? Um, I had been there since I was a sixth grader. Uh-huh. And I had played. Ah, I played JV in eighth grade, but that don't really count in high school. Uh, okay, so you was in eighth grade playing JV. All right, fair yeah. enough. I got you. I got you. I was. I, I technically wasn't supposed to be playing. <clears throat> I know. Mm-hmm. But they made it because we had dudes on the varsity team, like you know, Big Kobe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you know, I just had to wait. I had to wait my turn. <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yeah. Okay, and then you um, did you play basketball too? Um. Yeah, I played basketball. I played. I stopped playing basketball. I played basketball from like kindergarten up to my junior year of high school. Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you. And that's when I started playing one sport. Mm. Mm. So, so when you so you was at the Kingswood Oxford School, and now and academically, how was it over here? Uh, it was it was challenging. I feel like it really it really like what well, it definitely wasn't easy. It was definitely something you had to put effort, your best foot forward to, and approach it with a, a right attitude, or else you weren't going to do as well as you wanted to there. So you definitely had to put some effort in. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, so now from there, uh, in terms of so the, the freshman year comes, all right. And so now, where are you? Where are you in terms of the, the lineup now? Okay, now you you high school now is showtime. Where are we with this? Um. So. As soon as freshman year hit, like that, I already was penciled in as a starter. Like, with no questions that I was going to start. Word? How so? Who, who, what you did to earn the rights? So I don't like. What was your numbers like, Daddy? What you height, weight? What you benching? Where you at with um, that? I'm not gonna lie. My numbers in the weight room didn't even jump up there until sophomore year. Okay. Okay. But I was just athletically better than everybody else on my team. Got you. Got you. And like that's the 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 whole reason they had brought me up to JB in eighth grade was to get me ready to start varsity in the fresh as a freshman. So okay, take take us through the summertime, like that's a key piece transitioning. Oh my god, that summer I remember that summer was crucial. That was mm-hmm. a surgical summer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Surgical summer. I remember that. I used to be. I can. I, I remember those vividly. So I used to wake up in the morning. At like six or seven, mm-hmm. drive to my man Winston house mm-hmm. where we used to carpool to school together. Mm-hmm. And then we would have our KO workouts mm-hmm. in the morning. And after KO workouts, we would walk to his uh, his mom's job. Now, before you go, we got to make sure we're clear because, you know, for our listeners who you know, might be from a different state, Kentucky or whatever, KO is the, it was the name of the high school. Yeah, Kings of Oxford. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So, mm-hmm. We was watching his mom's job who worked in the West Harbor Center, which is across the street. Mm-hmm. So after that, we would get something to eat. And then after that, she would take us to Supreme. Mm. Mm. So you would go in the morning to your high school workout. Then yeah. you would kind of, you know, have some downtime. But then you would go right to your next workout in the afternoon to Supreme. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, so again, of course I know, but for someone who may not know what Supreme is, can you explain like what that actually entailed for you guys in middle school? Like what happened? What is that? Um, it was, it was a place where like we, we knew we could better ourselves. Like we, we had. Can't hear you. You good? Yeah. Oh, it cut out. Yeah. All right. Good. You good uh, now. You back. Uh, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, one of those places where we knew like Supreme could help us reach the goals we had set for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So what do they do there? I mean, I mean, talk to us. Like, give us some details about like that process. It depends really where we were. Sometimes we would be in the weight room. Sometimes we'll be on mm-hmm. the field. Um, mm-hmm. The weight room atmosphere is crazy. Oh my god! If you ask anybody in there that was in there during that period of time in my life, I definitely got it the worst out of anybody in there. <laughs> I you feel got like you it got the worst, worst? Out of everybody in there. Because not That's only funny. would I have Coach Low, Coach Stack on mm-hmm. my back, but mm-hmm. I would have big bros on my back because I was the baby. Everybody know I was the baby in the, like out of the whole group. Right. And so I would have all of them get on my back, too. Mm-hmm. I used to be frustrated, boy. Mm. I, used to be frustrated. I, used to, I used to leave the workout mad. Like, what? I used to be mad. <laughs> so... So this was like an extra training facility for you. Yeah. And so you had trainers there. You had the high school workout in the morning. You had the trainers in the afternoon. Now, it sounds like this is a pattern that a lot of athletes are taking in terms of the, the personal training on the side to really help their, their um, development, yeah. expedite, expedite their development. Yes, uh, I agree with that. Would you, would you recommend that? Is that something that you think is, is vital or you think is like whatever? Yeah, because I feel like if you just do your high school workout, you're doing what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. cause like, but you gotta realize if you're doing what everybody else is doing, that's not gonna get you where you want to go because everybody is not going to play college football. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. when you get to college, the number gets smaller, and not everybody's gonna go to the pros. Right. So it makes right. that much of a difference. I feel like getting the extra work. I feel like I was getting a leg up on a lot of people. Okay. How did you do? So, okay. So now, so, so you got the Supreme athlete going, okay, boom, that got you prepared mentally. I mean, physically now, now did they teach you anything outside of the, uh, the physical approach? Like, or was it just workout and you out? Um, no, nah, cause it was a, it was a, it's a, it's more, it's more than just, just working out for real. Cause like a lot of those guys who I worked out with are like my family outside of the weight room. Mm. And like my mentors, care more about just what my bench numbers are. Like, my mentors, mm-hmm. you, Coach Lowe, would check up on me, my family, make sure everything's straight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it wasn't just, all right, live that way, all right, go home. Right, like, right. It was many times where we, you would drive me home from workouts. We'd be talking about just anything, my goals, how mm-hmm. I'm doing in school, how everything going in my life, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I would definitely say Word. It helped me a lot, and also it just—I was—I wasn't as mentally tough, right? Coming into Supreme, right? But I feel like just the constant, like just reminders and stuff like that. How I have to be mental—I have to be more mentally tough than the person I'm going against, because adversity mm-hmm. gonna hit us so one at one point, 
Mm-hmm. You, however you gonna take that is like how you how like it defines you as a man. Like whatever mm-hmm. happens to you, like what however you react to it is going what defines you as a man. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's not what happens to you, how you respond right. to it. That's right. So, how did you do that first freshman year? How did you, how how was your performance? Like, how you, what would you grade yourself? Mm, shoot. You want me like as what was I think as a freshman, or what do I think now? Now, what do you think? I think I was terrible. Okay, what you thought then? <laughs> oh, I, nobody can tell me anything. <laughs> hey. But that's half the battle. That's all you need is nobody can tell me shit. Nobody can tell me anything. What? That's right. No, what? The, that's right. That's right. You got there right. Hey, another another and, thing. Another thing. Mm-hmm. I was an All American freshman year too. We just gonna we just go. Yeah, you gonna throw right. You played like trash, but you just so happened became an All American with that trash. Effort. Right. We just gonna throw that. That ain't about nothing. Right. 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 <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Talk that shit, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. So so wait. Now t- talk to us about that. So you earned all American um, honors as a freshman, mm-hmm. and um, and so what was that like? In certain, like, did you go anywhere? Was there any special like games or like how did that take place? Um, yeah, so I got invited to a game in San Antonio, Texas, and it it was the same. It's the, it was this game under like the U.S. Army All American game, which is a big senior yep, game yep. in mm-hmm. San Antonio, Texas. So we played. I think we played. We played after they did. Okay, how was that experience for you? Crazy. Was that the first time you played like like outside of like the, the your state time. like that? That was the first time I played outside of my state because I played the little FBU in uh, sixth yep. eighth grade, mm-hmm. just like cool little cool comp. But that was the best competition yep. I I had played against to that point. At that point, wow! Because it was dudes, now it was dudes. We was freshmen. We was fifteen years old. They was like six six. Wow. Here I am, like six six one. I think I'm big. Like I'm like oh yeah. I get down there, I'm like, dog. Mm. That's crazy. Like I like I never some of those kids like some of the biggest kids I seen. But you know what's crazy? What? Um that, that experience I had at the All American game came almost came full circle for me last night. Cause the seniors that I was watching on the field as a freshman uh-huh. got drafted last night. Get the fuck out of here. So I seen Chase Young play. Wow. I seen Jeff Okuda play. That's dope, yo. All of them. So I seen them. Like, I seen them when they were seniors in high school before they was anybody. Damn. They was obviously five stars and stuff like that. But, like, nobody would have thought, like, oh, yeah, number number three and number four, number two and number three in the draft. Damn, that's a beautiful thing. So that level of exposure. So you you, you made two you said two key things. You were exposed to the outside training with the Supreme Athlete uh, mentoring, and then you also was exposed to an elite level of play in San Antonio with the All-American game, yeah. which which really broadened your whole mentality about, like, okay, it's levels to shit. Hey, like, I'll, tell you this, wow. I'll tell you this. I left San Antonio humbled. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, would, I, would I, I would never forget this. I don't tell many people this story. I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. So, we were in a little uh, assembly with like some of the all Americans that had played in the game that I was playing in. Mm-hmm. And one of the dudes that I was talking was like, "By a show of hands, if you have college scholarships right now, raise your hand." 
Mm-hmm. So I'm looking around the room, and I swear, to me, it felt like 95% of the room had their hand up. It's crazy. And I was just sitting there. Keep wow. in mind, I'm the only, I'm the only, I'm the only kid from Connecticut. It might have been two of us, I don't know, but me and another kid. But he had offers too. Mm. But I, my hand was down. I remember I heard people laughing, like little chuckles and stuff. Wow. I was like, mm. You ain't like that. I ain't like that. Oh, that's a that was a great feeling for that was a great thing to happen to oh, you. Oh no, nah, for sure that 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 put a chip on my shoulder. That I still mm. that I still carry like that was crazy because I was like whoa like I because I, I I always had been a man. Yeah, like, I was mean, used to like being like, sheesh, like that was a yeah. Like, I was kind of knocked back by the feeling like I was like whoa. Levels to this right. shit, man. So. So let me ask you something, man. So, okay, you go. So now you're at uh, Kingswood, Oxford. You come back sophomore year. How do you perform? What, what would you grade yourself then? Uh, first, first off, I, I went to a different school. Okay. So you, okay. So you left, you transferred from Kingswood, Oxford. Mm-hmm. And you went to where? Uh, I had finished my year, at, my freshman year at Windsor. And then my sophomore year, I went back to a prep school. Okay. What's the name of this prep St. school? St. Thomas More. All right, is that in Connecticut? Yes. Okay, so you go to St. Thomas More, another a prep school now, or another prep yes. school. And what's the difference between the Kingswood Oxford prep school and then the St. Thomas More prep school? Uh, the competition was a lot better. I was playing against older guys. Okay. Like the the class A is where you can have post grads on our team. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And but oh, we we didn't even go over the freshman year summer staff. Oh, okay, okay. What happened? What happened? Give it to us. So, um, I remember all I this is all I remember for real. We uh I had been working out with fat <laughs> from like that whole winter, just getting mm-hmm. and by that time I went from being like six six foot, two hundred and fifty pounds to like six two and a half, maybe, to like two eighty five. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. And when I had been to an Under Armour camp in New Jersey and I killed it. Mm. Oh, yeah, we danced about this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And I remember, like, I was with dudes that's like, I was one of the dudes that was with me. He starts at defensive tackle at Stanford right now. Another dude uh-huh. starts defensive end at Penn State. Like, it was goons. And I was the youngest person in the group. Oh, at Rutgers. Oh, no, this was, this was the before that. This was before that. Which which was this? This, like, this, which, is, under what, what? this is before this is before the college camp. Oh, started. Under Armour. Okay, 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 okay. Got you. So, I was doing I was doing really well at that camp, and all mm-hmm. the all the big homies asked me, "Oh yeah, what offers you got? What offers you got?" I was like, "I don't have any." Mm-hmm. They were like, "What?" Mm-hmm. They said, "They said I remember this like, just stay down, little bro. Just keep working. You you gonna you gonna see." Mm-hmm. So literally, like two or three weeks later, my first college camp I ever been to. I go to Rutgers. This is an all-day camp. Yep. And so we working in the morning. We stopped. We mm-hmm. ate lunch. Mm-hmm. And then after lunch, when we were going out for the second session, I remember just like a bunch of just different coaches just coming up out of the cut just to talk to me. Just, yeah, what's up, man? Like, then a little small talk. So they done, they done had a conversation during lunchtime. Yeah. 
That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, there. they said we got to circle this guy. Who this trace got shit? Who's this guy? Right. So, mm-hmm. I had I had talked to this, like whatever. So then we did the second half of the camp, and at the end of the camp, one of the assistant coaches had tapped me on the shoulder. Was like, yeah, after uh, after coach breaks it up, uh, come in the bubble. We we got we got a uh, we got uh, coach Asmus to see you work out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, oh, I'm about to. Work. I was like, work out again. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been here all day. And this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is before, like, I knew what the, the game, like, the college. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yep, yep. <laughs> so then I get in there, and then it's it's five offensive linemen and five defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm the youngest person in there mm-hmm. by at least two years. Yep. Freshman. So I'm like, all right, so this is what we're doing. So then we went through all the drills we did in the, from the first session. Again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we did one on ones. Yep, and this was good on good. It was no hiding for me. None of it. And I did. I just did what I had to do. And after the camp, I get my take my cleats off. I'm on my way out the door, and one of the coach stops me. He was like, "Uh, Trey, did you talk to Did you talk to coach?" I was like, "Oh no!" Nah. Like I was getting ready to leave. He's like, all right, just come holler at him real quick. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. So then he was talking to me and stuff. He's like, how he really liked me and stuff. And then he was like, I'll never forget. This is so crazy. He's like, I just want to let you know that I'm going to offer you a scholarship to come here to come to Rockford University. And I was just like, what? Wow. And my mom was right there with me. So, you know, me and my mom mad close. Yep. I feel like. She took it better than I did. I was I was going crazy. I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> that's dope, bro. So now, okay, now you can raise your hand. Right. There you go. Okay. That okay. Then that, so then so you got the offer from Rutgers, and then did you get any more offers that summer? Oh yeah, that's that was the beginning. So give us the list. Just give us the names of the offers you got right after that. So then that first month, that month of June, I had gotten offers from. Um, Rutgers, Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then UConn. Okay. So it was a lit summer. Oh, that's not even it. Oh, shit. UConn and then FAU. And then uh, I was invited to a football camp at uh, Texas A&M. Yep. And I was like, I got it. Like, we, my mom, my mentor, Stack, and my mom, mm-hmm. and we all talked about it. I was like, I really want I want to do this. And my mom had always been like supportive of me. She saw like I had promise. Obviously, I had other scholarships at the time. Right. So she was like, All right, like, if this is what you want to do, right. You know, we have we have the most money, but she she always found a way to like, you know, help me out, support me. Right, right, right. So she put me on a flight. I stayed with my mm-hmm. uh stayed with my um my godfather, who lives in Houston, mm-hmm. he drove me up mm-hmm. there to the camp. Mm-hmm. It's 100 degrees. I had never, ever worked out with something this high ever, ever in my life. Sheesh. It was 100 mm-hmm. degrees. Right. And I pull up to the camp. I'm like, they take me on a tour of the facilities. I was like, whoa. This is my first time really seeing what big time SEC football looked like. Right, right. I was just like, whoa, like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, wow. 
and then we did the I did the camp, mm-hmm. and I was just doing just what I do, what I was taught to do, what I was knew how to do. Like one thing I did never did was change because of where I was at. Like I always did, I always right. did what I was taught to do. Right, right, and right, right. That just it just I always it just happened to always work out. I was taught well. It was that just happened to work out for me. And then after the camp, it was like, yeah, Trey, we want you to come talk to coach. Oh shit! And I met with the coach, and lo and behold, I got my first SEC scholarship. Showtime! Then I was Showtime! Like, Game changer. And after that, after that, after that, what's the rundown on after the offense? After that, I got Baylor. Mm-hmm. Then the big one for the people like around my way at the time was Penn State. That was huge. So that, that was at huge. The, towards mm-hmm. the end of the summer when Penn State offered me, we was like, what's that? Wait, that was that was freshman yeah. year? Get the fuck out of here. That was, freshman, that was freshman year going into sophomore year. Oh, that was big time. God damn it. Oh, that was big time. Cause you cooked the camp, you was yeah, cooking. and they, they didn't offer me at first. They nope, wanted, nope. They, 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 was, they, wanted, mm-hmm. they wanted to wait. And then when I left mm-hmm. and got offered by Texas A&M and Baylor, they had to so, offer whoa, me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who? Because they had to offer me at that point. Oh, yeah. They better get they shit together. Right, they had to. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, they was going crazy over your um, vertical. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, that was, and that goes back to the basketball shit right. you were saying. Just Been being athletic, basketball playing basketball. But you're dunking, playing lacrosse, and you know, all that movement and stuff, stuff like that. So, okay, so it was a litty summer, freshman year. That's crazy. Most people can't even say that they see it, but okay, we're rolling. So, then let me ask you this so you go to St. Thomas More, do you have a great season or no? I had a, I had a uh, okay season, okay, all right, had an okay season. Um, uh, what would you contribute that to? Like, what, like, what was the competition change you had to get adjusted to that? Um, I feel like I was still, I still had like going into my body and getting my tool belt together. Like I okay, was good. Okay, like, okay. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was good. I was, I was probably one of the best out there. But mm. to my standards, I wasn't as good as I should have been. I could have been more dominant at certain times. Got you. Um. Okay. Next year, what happened? Junior. So junior. That's. This is when. This is all right. So. Between January and June of my sophomore year was huge. Okay, how was that? So, going into the, my sophomore season, I had nine offers. Yep. And I picked up two more during the season. I had yep. Virginia Tech and Virginia offer me in the season. That's crazy. But January is when it started. My recruiting really started picking up. Mm. So... In January, I I got Boston College. Um, this is the big one. The big ones are Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget mm-hmm. this. You know, you know which one I'm about to talk. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. from Michigan, and two days later, after watching me at basketball practice, I'm on a three way call. Me, my mom, and uh, Ryan Day, who's the now the head coach of Ohio State. That's right. That's right. And he offered me a scholarship. And I, I remember I went crazy. That's that's huge. That's huge. Wow. I went crazy. 
Wow, big time. I was, at that point, it was like, oh, man, no turning nah, back. Now. We, after, we rolling. After, after we rolling. I got Ohio State, we knew, we knew we was on. We, yeah, we on. We, so, um, so okay, so junior year come. Did you did you kill it? Yeah. Okay. Junior year, um, um, I became I was all American. Mm-hmm. Um, I had transfer schools actually. Okay, so you left the school in Connecticut. Um, so so what made you do that? Uh, I felt like I wanted to test myself against the best, best, like the best. Okay, yeah, not just the best That's in Connecticut, like the best in the country. Okay, that's a huge statement. So, talk to us a little bit about that. So, let me. What's the what was the difference? So now, now you can compare the 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 St. Thomas More Prep School you was at to now. Where did you go? Uh, I was at school in DC called St. John's College High School. What the fuck? I was at college high school. It's crazy. But uh, so you went to a St. John's College yeah. High School in DC, and is that yeah, a prep school a pre- or a public a school? school? That's a prep school. No, do they got uh-huh. PGs? Okay, so um, you went there. Now, what's the di- what? Now, give us a comparison between the two. Well, hey, it's totally different. Like the app. first of all, we were sponsored by uh, Under Armour. So, oh, that already changes the conversation. There's a sponsorship involved. That changes we, shit all. We didn't already. have to pay for our, any of our football equipment, gear like cleats, wow. sneakers, wow. pants, shorts, mm-hmm. anything, anything I needed on game day, they was gonna give me. Got you. Um, okay. Uh, just the level of talent on my team. Mm-hmm. So the defense I played on, everybody but one person from the defense on my junior year is playing Division One football. Unbelievable! Wait, wait. So there's eleven people on a team. On, I mean, on the on the mm-hmm. side of the ball, and ten of them are playing Division One yeah. football. Which, God like, damn! And it's not just regular D ones. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna start. I'm, so we had a defensive end go to UCF. He had offers okay. from everywhere. Okay. Me, who I'm going to Clemson. Uh, yeah. The other D tackle who's going to Maryland. Mm-hmm. The other defensive end going to Purdue. God. Outside damn. linebacker going to Georgia. Sheesh. And then one of our our middle linebacker was the one that didn't go to D, go D one. He's going to Amherst. The other outside okay. linebacker went to UPenn, the Ivy League, Ivy League bag. Mm-hmm. One corner that's going to Oregon. Shit. The other corner going to Syracuse. One safety mm-hmm. going to Florida and the other safety going to Michigan. Are you fucking kidding me? On one side of, on the, ball. Side of the ball. Don't even get me started on the side of the ball. Lord have mercy. You know what, brother? Just You only got to tell us the school – the schools, but give us the number out of eleven. How many of those guys went D one? Jeez, um, every receiver went D one. I'm pretty okay. So every receiver, every running back went D one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quarterback went D one, and like mm-hmm. three, two or three of the offensive linemen went D one. God. Damn, that's all in one program. Hey, so let me ask you this: tight, We had two tight ends mm-hmm. that go D one. One didn't, even, one barely played. And he still went D one. <laughs> that's just that's a byproduct of being from like just the area. Like, so let me ask you this, man: um, You were uh, were you ranked in Connecticut? Like you, they have the rankings per state. Uh, were you ranked in your class yeah. in Connecticut? Yeah. 
what what number were you ranked? Okay, were you ranked in the yeah. country? What number? Fifty. Okay, so when you went to DC, uh, what was your ranking then? Uh, my ranking in DC, I got moved. I was like third in DC. The only people that was ahead of me in DC was my two teammates. <laughs> God damn! Were your teammates on your yeah. um, on St. John's team? That's that's high fucking level, man. I mean, shit. <laughs> yo, I can't like. Okay, let me ask you this though. So, give us the rundown, like the difference between like just the the, the approach of football out there, or even first sports all, in general, all, I mean, just from being just the the just the, by the way we trained, it was different. Like we was in there from. Starting in June, so when I had got out of school in St. Thomas More, we started to workouts that Monday. I got on the Friday, so I had to move down there over the weekend to go to workouts on Monday. And we workouts started yep. at six thirty, four times a week. Wow. For okay, okay, give us give us the schedule for the um the workouts from the a.m. to the p.m. and you said that's four days a week. So, so give us that Mondays. We would get there at 6.30, hit the field, do kind of like – it would be skills and drills. So we would do position-specific mm-hmm. drills, but it would be yep. more like running and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Individual periods. And then we would go in the weight room. We would lift. Uh-huh. And then we would come back yep. on the field. At um, what time? Probably about like 10.30. So wait, so six thirty, I get there, I do the skills and drills in the weight room, and that's over for so that's like six thirty to what? Six thirty like six thirty to like eight. Eight, okay, ninety minute session at eight o'clock. Then what y'all do? You 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 do what? Lift from like eight to like nine thirty. Okay, another ninety minute session. Then what you do after nine thirty to like eleven or eleven thirty? It was most times it was eleven thirty. We'd be out on the field, the mm-hmm. offense, defense, going through plays. Walk, walk through. It wasn't really walk through. We okay, was, we was running. What? <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> ain't, ain't no such thing as a, a mm-hmm. voluntary workout. Yeah. Bitch. that's mandatory. Y'all right. better be there. Okay. Um. So okay. So after the workout, after the, the walk, we also had yoga twice a week. I'm fucking real. So so okay okay. What give me give us the language, right? Because here's the thing I find that different places have different languages when they mm-hmm. talk in sports, right? So, case in point, when I work, when I talk to different college coaches on you know helping the young people get scholarships, I hear different tones. Here's an example when I'm talking to a major power five school, the coaches are talking national mm-hmm. championship. Shit. When I talk to a lower power five school or not even a power five school, they're talking quality mm-hmm. of education. Two completely different right. languages going on here. So, what's the language of the DMV area um, in comparison to where you came from? I just need to get a, a sense of it. Um, well, in Connecticut, everybody's just trying to get to college. Mm. Whereas in like the mm. DMV, people's trying to play and start and be a star at their college. So, the focus, okay. So, if I understand you correctly, your your perception of Connecticut, your time in Connecticut was more like, all right, people are trying to get to college. They really just focus mm-hmm. on just getting to college. Whereas in DMV is like, yo, we're focused on starting in right. college. Like 
Like we're 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 right. developing to start. Like it's not even like that's what we're going. It's yeah. not about we're going. It's just like starting is what we want to focus on. Interesting. What? Wow. Okay. Um. So 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 the mentality of the community, right? Like, give us if, if you you know if you paid attention enough, what would you say the the mentality of the overall community is when it comes to sports out there? It's competitive, and like football is not even like mm-hmm. the biggest sport. In the DMV area, basketball. What is really basketball? Mm. Them games, like it, it's like college games. Every time you walk in the gym, you'll see. Like I remember, I went to one basketball game. I seen Roy Williams in there. Like that's crazy. crazy. I was like, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. This this is interesting to me because. I was always taught, and I even must. I'm glad you said that because you just taught me something. See, I was always taught, and I always say like, "Yo," and I guess I'm speaking from a Connecticut perspective, is that don't worry about the high school season. Nobody shows up to those games anyway. Just dominate the AAU season because, for the most part, that's going to only be the place where right. you're going to see college coaches. But you're saying shit, not in DC because the coaches are and coming to, to high honest, school games the too. AAU teams. They everybody play on. They either go to the same school or they playing against each other. So like it's the same. It's the same thing as if it would be going to a AU game. Like they go to them too. They go and to those too. But the high school games be just as jumping as the AU games. On so that, I think what they got like DC assault no, or that got, uh, team uh, mellow out team there takeover. Takeover, um, yeah. yeah. Team takeover, DC premiere. It's a it's a okay, okay. Oh, Kate, yeah, Kevin Durant guy team out yep, there, I think. Yep. Or, yep, yep. Okay, so wow, so coaches are showing up to the high school games. All right, so that that's so that that Man, helped me a lot, like, a great deal. Let me ask you this: basketball is like DMV had like six teams ranked in the top twenty-five in basketball this year. Yeah, in a in a country. <laughs> God, wait, wait. What about football? Do you have any teams um, ranked in yeah, the nation my in football? Year, my St. John's team was like second or third in the country nationally. Damn. Damn. Okay. Third. Okay. And you were playing. So wait, I think we skipped over this. You was playing a national oh, schedule. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I never realized like in high school football you could get on a plane and go play another high school until I got down here and we right. um, we went to go play Hoover, who was the number one team in Alabama at the time. Um, mm. how, was crazy. That? how was that experience? Crazy. That was the biggest wow. stadium I probably ever played in. Damn. Seriously, we take football. Like, that's we religion to, out so there. So we played mm-hmm. in a stadium, like a, a baseball stadium that they made to a football stadium. So it was people. It was okay. crazy, crazy atmosphere. And it, But it ended up getting rained out. So when it got rained out, they yep. moved it to the mm-hmm. high school. So I'm thinking they high school going to have a regular field. Mm-hmm. They high school field was just right. as big or bigger than a lot of other high school fields mm. around the country. And the that varsity doesn't even play there. That's for the JV. Wow. Yo, give us a rundown of, of, of your high school schedule. Just like just the, the teams senior, that you play against the, the schedule. Right, Whatever so the most competitive this, season my year senior was. year, we had the hardest schedule in America. We played uh-huh. um, Deerfield Beach. From Florida. Yep. Uh, we Florida, played yep. St. Joe's Prep from Philly. 
We played Duncanville mm-hmm. from Texas. We played yep. Modern Day, California. Yep. And we played IMG. Yep. Oh, they from Cali? I thought New Jersey. That's fucking nuts. I'm wondering, though, the word on the streets is y'all running from that other team in mm. Baltimore. That's just what I'm hearing. Oh, it's St. Francis. You're talking about I forget their name. Um, St. Francis. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know the logistics of it, but they saying them boys running from us because they know what time it is. To, to be honest with you, I just throw that out there just so we're clear. With the adults in the situation, like it was a lot bigger oh, okay. than the players. Okay, okay. Cause you know us players won't give it, won't give nothing. Got you, wrong. got you. Hey, we out here, we, we out okay. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's here. right, that's right. Okay, okay. Right. Always some right. grown was, up shit ruining every goddamn thing from yeah. both sides. So. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, let me ask you this, man. Um, now with all this new status that you got, like the reality is, you know, people say that you know money changes yeah. people, or status changes people, or things like that. Um, did you experience like a transition? Like, you know, if you could reflect back on think about like when you started realizing that your followers were increasing, um, friend requests were increasing, DMs were increasing. Um, did you see it? Like, could you like step out of yourself and have an out of body experience and see like, Hey, like I, I so many new acquaintances, new friends, girls, <laughs> like how social media changed? Like, what would you say? Oh, to that? I like, definitely did. You did sense that? Cause it was just. You know, my following got bigger, started getting more followers on social media. More people hit me up, more, more, hey, bro, like, like, more stuff, like, just goofy stuff. Uh huh. uh -huh. Dudes, the dudes that I like, either I didn't even talk to like that. But, like, once you, I would just Uh say this, like, it's like, I didn't realize how true this was until it happened to me. Like, people always go on. Call themselves. They brought your brother, they cousin. When you blow, like, right? I, I always, right? Right. Seen this in you, bro. That's blah, 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 blah. like. Mm-hmm, but they really mm-hmm. like. They wasn't really with you like like that. I feel like you just gotta have a right, body experience right. and look back in your past and see who was really with you before you had the stack. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That's key, man. Stay solid, stay disciplined, Mm -hmm. stay principle driven. That's right. That's right. But some people let that shit get to them, and they and they change. They really, they be on the. I mean, it's it's crazy. I've seen people Mm -hmm. having a status like that does require some change because there's some dudes that I grew up with and that was there from the beginning that I can't necessarily hang around right now. Mm -hmm. Because we on different, we on different mm, life paths. Talk about that. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. That you. You know what, brother? You hit it on the right. nose, man. This like maturity it's not, kicking it's not in. Me that makes sense. Hollywood. That makes it's sense. more so me understanding like me messing with you and running out here in these streets with you could possibly mess up something for me and my whole family. Mm, that's right. That's fucking right, boy. You're talking that talk. That's absolutely correct. And a lot of young people, I feel like they fall victim to that very mistake. They, they so focus on, quote, unquote, keeping it real. Or this is my A1, day one, my all this extra shit. Dogs, they not even in the same, like, y'all too, like, nothing. That's, oh, that's like, also another reason why. Um, so, 
And that makes sense, man. I needed to be around more kids like me who is highly ranked, highly recruited out of wow. high school. Because yep. you are the company you That's keep. right. So if you're around right. that, you're gonna either you're gonna either rise mm. to the occasion mm. or you just gonna you just gonna be another just another dude on the team. And, I, and just how how I was taught, I was just never like I would, I'm not meant to be somebody that's just on the team. I'm meant to stand out. A regular. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't built. We, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. What about the girls, man? What, what, did you, were you, did you have a girlfriend? Uh, the girls was, definitely like, changed. Like, it was definitely girls that wasn't really messing with me back in the okay. day. Are you big and fly or are you, bi- or oh, you a big he, bully? Because you're two different me, type hey. of big guys. Hey, you know me. I know you got to ask this question <laughs> on the podcast. You know me. <laughs> You already knew what it is with me. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm so disgusted. I'm so disgusted. You know what it is with me. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, hey, I got to work on my style, know, man. I got to check out some pointers from you brothers, man. <laughs> Word. Is, it, is, it, is the dress code different out there? Like, is the Definitely, style, is the style different like out there? If you, like, a big thing about how you dress is, like, you have to have confidence behind what you're wearing. Like, if you put something on, you got to be confident in what you have on. Like, people going to look at you and be like, I don't really like that. Well, that's cool. You're not wearing it. Right. Because right, it's more than right, anything right, a girl right. likes to do with confidence. Like, if you're not confident, like, how is she supposed right, to take you seriously? Right. Facts. Facts. Okay. Okay. Makes sense, man. Um, So, let me ask you this. Uh. Can you give us a quick story on uh, only one that stood out to you, a recruiting story with coaches? Um, I know, you know, you, you as you stated earlier, you committed to uh, Clemson. Um, but prior to your commitment, was there any pressure from any um, schools or, or have you had any stories of a coach? You ain't got to name the coach, but like more like a, an experience you've had. Has any mm-hmm. anything out of the norm type of thing? I Text messages. I have a story. Hey, that's funny you say that. I <laughs> okay. Have a story that I still tell people to this day. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was at oh, okay. a particularly popular university. I, you know, we could talk about that off the podcast. Uh huh. What what, what 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 conference? Uh, I, what conference though? Big Ten. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now go ahead. I might have just gave it away for you, but not 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 people. So, um, I had went that's to that camp, but this is going into my junior year. And my new coach at the new school at St. Uh-huh. St. John's had told us it was like seven of us. And uh-huh. he told us he didn't want us to do the camp because uh-huh. he didn't want to get her. He knew we had a national schedule. Okay. And we were right. some of the top guys. He knew people were going to gun for us. Right. Like, you know, everybody wanted to prove, oh, oh, you the best guy? Oh, yeah, come line up. Yeah. It just is some nut stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. But. Right. So then I, when I went up, when we went up there and I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm not working out. My coach doesn't want me to work out. A particular coach had came up to me and was like, "Man, mm-hmm. so you are you?" He started questioning my competitiveness. He said, "We thought you was different." Da, 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 da. And then I was like, "I was like, whatever." Like, and so me and a couple of my teammates ended up doing the camp. And so when I went to the bathroom to change, mm-hmm. another coach had approached me. 
And when this coach approached me, okay, he was like, man, I can't believe you thought you were just about to come up here and not work out, man. Like, he's like, come on, man. And he mentioned a certain player who who does pretty well for them right now. He was like, that kid has come to the camp every year and compete. He's a five star. He like da, da, da. yeah. And he was like, and then he was like, right, right, right. We want to we, we we use these camps to reevaluate. We always want to reevaluate our players. Make sure we're getting the best players, da, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And around this time, I mm-hmm. was I was thinking heavily about committing to this school. And right. I was like, you know, I had a couple of my close, 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 close friends go to this school. Like, I was heavily thinking about going to this school. Mm-hmm. And so gotcha. they was like, the dude was like, if we're being honest, there's only really one kid we don't need to see work out today. And he said he named one of my teammates. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So like, right, right. my teammate is good, but like, what is he saying? Like, am I am I not good enough? Right. Like, y'all think y'all need to right reevaluate so me? I, I took that some type right. of way. I was like, you know what, bro, I'm good. Like. We all set. Like after that, yeah, I was we good. all set. We all set. Okay, okay, that's interesting. They 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 apply that pressure, man. A lot of coaches, they definitely be trying to um corner young people and and getting them to commit or make these decisions that they would have not made on a you know with their right mind or the right guidance around them. They wouldn't have put that pressure on them like that. So coaches be trying that bullshit a lot of times. So right. interesting how I, that worked out, man. It, so okay, sick. um. Right. Yeah, well, it is what it is. <laughs> um, all right. So let me ask you. I'm, I'm gonna change topic a little bit. Um, um, favorite rapper of all time or right now? Uh, probably little baby. Right. Right well, now. who you listen to the most? Little baby, NBA young. Okay. Uh, who you think of I, all time? I, I like Biggie a lot. You know, I like that. That uh. That Biggie. Okay. Uh, yeah. LL Cool. Yeah, all that. Cool. Yeah. Right. 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 I like Drake though. I like Drake a lot. Okay, okay. Yeah. Drake, all right, all right. Um, So I got this thing, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying out uh, called Big Plates and Big Weights, man. So Big Plate, if if, so, if you go to the restaurant, whatever restaurant it is, mm-hmm. what's on your plate? Favorite? I, oh, um, you I like can't get enough steak. of it. Yeah. I remember after the Big opening, steak, huh? Big a, steak. I, when New Jersey, I went to okay. the steakhouse. Have me, have me a good steak. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I earned the steak today. Uh, okay. I yeah, you did, today. big guy. <laughs> okay. Now, next one, big weight. So, oh, what's what's your oof, max? Hey. What's your max? Numbers? So, um, my max numbers. The most I ever bench pressed was probably four hundred five pounds. That was that was only one though. So okay, four hundred five bench. So All right, like squat three eighty five for reps, but four hundred five for one rep max. Okay, got squat, you. Got you. I squat probably, and power. Oh no, I did squat. I did six hundred. Yeah, twice. Six hundred pounds. Shit, that was God those, those numbers are from my junior year. Okay, okay. Mm, mm, it's crazy. Mm, um, hardest team you ever played against? I played against a lot of good teams. 
A lot of good teams. Can I get two? Yes, you have. Uh, them boys, the Miami boys, Miami yeah. Central. We we went to five overtimes with them. Okay, Miami the Central. That done crazy. Them. Okay. And then I'll mm-hmm. have to say, mm-hmm. modern day was like that. They was they was like that. And that's it's, oh yeah 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 California. Yeah, they wasn't yeah. as big as I thought they was going to be. Big boys. But they was they was physical and they quarterback was probably mm-hmm. the best quarterback I've ever played against. Yeah. Really. Alabama. Okay. And where's he going to? What school he going to? Oh oh yeah. Okay, makes sense. Got gotcha. you. You'll see him again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see hey, you. By the way, don't by you worry. That's that's on ESPN. I heard about that. I, yeah, that's the word times. around town. It's three times you got his ass. Okay, that's that got to be a hell of an experience, man. Wow, toughest player that you ever went up against. Like you, like you got it. Like you see this dude. Like yo, this dude is ready to fucking work. I know uh, it. This guy is really on his job. Yeah, yeah. Like, who have you had to go up against? Jeez. Um, that's really hard. Um, okay. Because I feel like it's not really any particular old lineman that was like, woof. But it's been okay. some old okay. lines in general that was like, okay. Either modern day. Best old line you had to go up against. Uh, Gonzaga, who's our rival mm-hmm. high school, their O line, or um, okay, what's the team? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Christian Brothers from Missouri, their O line. That was the biggest O line. That was the biggest O line I ever played against. Okay, they look like an NFL offensive line. Christian, the Christian Brothers. I'm talking about six five, six six, really six six, six four, and then like the center was like six two. God damn. Yeah, all that one Missouri. Time loca- this is that's the prep school, and then the running back that was running okay. behind him was okay, like okay, okay. That was a lot. That was a lot. Oh was a shit, game. you got to do it a lot. Yeah, they were now. They were, were they, they good? Like, they played as like, were they good? They, they didn't. They weren't talented and like more talented than us. That probably would save us, but they barely made mistakes. Uh-huh. Like their quarterback, their quarterback was okay. one of also okay. one of the better quarterbacks okay. I played. He's he's the younger brother of like an NFL quarterback named Blaine Gabbert. I don't know if you know. It was, it was his it was his little brother. He he's yep yeah I know Blaine Gabbert. Okay, he knew how to command his team. Okay, got you, got you. All right, um, let me ask you this, man. Um, I'm uh, changing topics a little bit, um, but still athletic based. What's your thoughts on like the the narrative around athletes and community service or the lack thereof? Um, and their involvement um, in community service. I, I feel like the way I was brought up, like I feel like I was always taught that I like to give back, like pay it forward to my community. Like you know, being a part of Supreme, we always did community service mm-hmm. stuff. And like my mom always wanted me to be mm-hmm. active in the community. Mm-hmm. Like my my grandma, my grandfather, my great family mm-hmm. was active, heavily active in the Greater Hartford community. So I feel like it, right. it's, it's pretty important, and like I know, right. like I don't like my mom be telling me stories of like back home, like when she goes to the grocery store, and like little kids like know who I am and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like people in the city like look up to me, and um, I feel like by right. giving community right. service, that that's me giving back to them. So 
That's pretty important. Facts. Okay. Got you. Um, yo, you know, one of the things that I feel that really drives me to work even harder for young people in Supreme Athlete in particular is that I feel like there was just such an absence by those professional athletes who came from Connecticut. I've never seen them around during their time playing professional or I've never seen any investments whatsoever financially, um, you know, so to change the landscape of sports here or whatever, or the experiences at all. And so I've always said, yo, if when I work with young people, I'm going to fucking make sure they understand how vital it is for them to invest their dollars as well into the community to something that could outlive them, right? That can change the whole trajectory of the athletic experience from this community. And so what I try to do with Supreme is do shit like that. So, you know, you know, God willing, you're in a position where you could do something like that. What would you do? Um, you know, if you were able to uh, real, like, live out your dreams and make it to uh, where you um, can get paid probably, to play this game. Probably, I would probably build an indoor facility that was for athletes mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. And would, I feel like I would have top of the line, everything in there, recovery, all that, and just basically teach people, teach, teach yep. kids how to be a pro at an early age. So I feel like one thing about me moving that's right. it taught me that's how to right. be more of a pro, taking more like because I like my my strength coach at my school, he came from IMG Academy, and that's where they that's like that's um one of the bigger schools who yeah, started art everything. And my school has stated like, art everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was just take how to take take care of your body, what to put in your body, what not to put in your body. Right, and 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 a lot of that is because they understand the brand, right? They understand that this body, it can. Well, of course, we emphasize the mind, right? But you know, talking sports, the body is going to take you places that you know you won't you won't go if you don't take care of it. And so, um, that's an important approach. Um, okay, we're winding down here now. People Um, ask me this a lot, man. And to be honest, it was. It was it was just a gut decision, honestly. Like people always be like, "Go with your gut." So I went with my gut, like, because if, if you ask anybody that was close to me throughout the whole recruiting process, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you ask speak clear, speak clearly, speak clearly. Was close mm-hmm. to me throughout my whole recruiting process. Clemson was never a school that was mentioned ever, ever. So it was kind of like when they started right. recruiting me. And I started building, like, relationships are also important during the recruiting process. So if you feel like a coach is being 100 Yes, it you, is. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know it's genuine. Like, if you if you know when people are lying and people are doing that and when people are being sincere, you're going to do really well in the, in the recruiting right. game. And also, we have adults right. that know how to filter. So I have, fortunately, right. I had adults mm-hmm. that will filter out the BS for me. Stuff like that, and when I like at the end of the day, mm. when it got down to it, they they coaches was sincere, and also they uh they preach education as well as winning national championship. So like you said earlier in the podcast, right. the lower schools have right. preached like you know the education, the higher schools have preached national championship. Well, for me, preach both. Right, and. If you just look at okay. the pedigree okay. of my position alone, 
defensive tackle, interior defensive lineman. Yeah, it don't get. It's only a certain. It's only a small amount of schools right. that pumping them out, like the Clemsons and the Alabamas and the Auburns and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. not many. It's a small. And Clemson, Clemson okay. just happened to be my right fit. Got you. Did, did, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you go down the slide? Yeah, the coach That's all right. A bit. That's what's up, man. It looks like you guys have a lot of fun over there. It's fun after the work. Like, a lot of people think it's just fun, fun, fun. Like, they don't see the work that goes into it and the reason why they're having fun. Like, people just see the Instagram after the dancing and all that. But people forget, like, they had to go, they had to practice, get up in the morning and practice, play the game just like everybody else. Facts, facts. Okay, um, so I was talking earlier on my Instagram, uh, maybe yesterday or the day before, I forget, and I was talking about you. I mentioned you on a part of what I was saying. I don't know if you got a chance to see that, but I was saying how, you know, um, when you went off to D.C., you went from number one in the state to not number one in D.C., but that was great because you were surrounded by, you know, great players, you know, whether it's greater or not. That's always debatable, but the point is, you know, you were fucking with some elite dogs over there, so you wasn't about to just right. come here and be number one at nothing. It wasn't going to go down like that. You have to earn, you know, kind of put your work in or whatever, but, and I was saying how, like, yo, you had to deal with people like the boy, right. the, uh, Breesy boy, and, and he wasn't fucking around, Brian Breesy. He'd get after that shit, so it was going to be hard to climb over him anyway, you know? Right. And not, nothing against you, but, like, he a fucking monster, too. Right. You know, and so you got to respect that. And ironically, he committed to Clemson as well. So, you know, you guys should be. Uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see how how that work out with you guys. Um, uh, next one, haters. Uh, hi, do, do do you find yourself having a lot of haters? Uh, when you found that newfound attention, it was like, definitely a lot of haters. Success like, that you've had at this point. Heard you. Okay, makes sense. They don't even it doesn't even matter at this point, but. Um, last two questions, man. Um, well, really one question, then the last one is a statement. Uh, if you ruled the world, man, what would you do? What's the first thing you would do if you ruled the world? Probably make sure everybody had a bed and something to eat. Mm, that's love. That's a beautiful spirit, man. That, that's a an amazing thing. To I mean, do I just, I just for, know, for like, people, I don't, man. That's, I that's, that's beautiful, I man. Um, like you have like a bed or something. But I, I've seen, like, through, like, the community service, like, how one meal can affect somebody's whole, like, I've seen a smile put it on people's face and they get some right. hot food and stuff like that. So, I mean, I would just want that for everybody that don't have that. Right. Facts. And when I lived in Atlanta, um, I mean, it was awful, bro. The level of homelessness in Atlanta it's so crazy, and people wouldn't even think that because it's so popping. A town is Atlanta, this and that. Um, but yo, truthfully, Atlanta has a very high homeless rate, and they be under the bridges, like they sleep on the, they everywhere on the floor. It's like it's so normal. I could not believe this level of homelessness, um, and it was very sad and and disheartening to see. Um, people just walk right over them. I mean, literally, like just walk right in Five Points area, or whatever. It's crazy out there. So. Um, and I find that a lot of metropolitan areas, like a lot of major cities have a lot of homeless shit going on, um, for whatever reason. I don't know. There's a place in California called Skid Row. It's crazy. There's a whole block of homelessness. Like this shit is like, then, but 
Um, last thing, man. Uh, what advice you got for kids who would like to, who aspire to be in your shoes right now? Uh, knowing what you know, knowing everything, this whole journey you've taken us down on this conversation or this interview. Uh, what do you? What would you recommend a young athlete to do in order to commit to where you committed to or to that level of commitment? Push, just push, honestly, like, push, like, you gotta push, you gotta be able to push through adversity, because I know, and you know, it's been a lot of adversity in my journey to get here. Right. So, I feel like if you don't have strong people in your corner, and you're not mentally strong yourself, you're not gonna go as far as you are, you would, if you were strong-minded. Right. And able to fight and push through adversity. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, Trey Williams, man, T. Groovy, check him out. Um, we really appreciate your time, man. It's an honor and a pleasure as usual. Um, obviously, I'm, you know, is I'm really blessed to be a part of your circle of influence, and uh, we rolling. So, uh, you stay safe, brother. Make sure you're working out twice a day. Get into this shit, man. Um, yes, I love sir. you. All praises do. All right. Uh, peace. Peace.